Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from the KMOX Newsroom. We've been working to cover St. Louis for you today. And our top story on this Tuesday, March 28th, a special mass held in Franklin County for one of the three students killed in Monday's school shooting in Nashville. The mass was at St. Francis Borgia Catholic Church in Washington, Missouri. That's where the grandparents of nine-year-old Evelyn Decaus attend. A friend of the Decaus family confirmed to the Washington, Missouri newspaper that Evelyn was among the victims. The friend called the shooting a senseless, tragic event and told the Missouri newspaper that the country needed to get its arms around this. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. Yesterday, there were schools all over Missouri and the nation that were receiving hoax calls. Jay Greenberg is the FBI special agent in charge of the St. Louis field office. So in terms of the response, I really want to commend, you know, the the people in the greater St. Louis area. I say this every time. They should feel very, very proud of their state and local law enforcement. Missouri State Highway Patrol and a number of local departments got out to each one of these students, to each one of these schools immediately and you know, confirmed there's no threat, there's no active threat there, and then the school districts can put that messaging out. Greenberg was on KMOX's The Show, said that calling in a hoax is a federal felony that can get you up to five years in jail, plus state and local charges. Embattled St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner is in damage control mode tonight, holding a rally with her base at a North St. Louis church, promising to lay out her vision of the work she's doing and the work that still needs to be done in her office, even while the effort to remove her continues. This is Kevin Killeen. If Missouri's Attorney General is successful in removing Gardner from office, it would fall upon Governor Mike Parson to pick a replacement. Parson was asked during a swing through St. Louis, have you been talking with the St. Louis mayor about what a post-Kim Gardner circuit attorney's office might look like? I have talked to the mayor. I have talked to see what, what we would be in place if something should occur. I mean, I don't think it's going to catch any of us off guard. And again, I'll be working with St. Louis and the powers to be up here to see how we move forward if that day comes. The governor says his criteria would be to pick the best person for the job. And he says he will seek input from St. Louis area leaders. We'll have much more on this coming up live later in this newscast. The St. Louis County Council is looking into why $2 million has been spent on outside legal help with more being paid out as pandemic-related lawsuits continue to be litigated. County Councilor Dana Redwing explained this afternoon. It allows us to retain counsel that would be able to for lack of a better phrase, um, run neck and neck with the expert counsel that's going to be on the other side. She says filing deadlines do not permit for them to ask the counsel every time they need to hire an outside attorney. County Executive Sam Page is defending the expenditure. Page says it's not so much about fending off COVID restriction lawsuits anymore. Well, we don't need the relationship with Lewis Rice for ongoing litigation. That's um, almost done. There's one more case in front of the Supreme Court that's already been briefed. And uh, the arguments have been made. The council is considering a bill to end the open allowance to hire outside attorneys. A bill to remove the sales tax from firearm and ammunition purchases is working its way through the Missouri Senate. Democrat leader John Rizzo thinks it's a terrible idea. Senate Bill 131 will make Missouri the only state in the nation that taxes groceries and not guns. A surge in smash and grab robberies of ATM machines prompts the Missouri House to pass legislation to stiffen penalties. HB 725 now heads to the Senate. Representative Rick Francis authored the bill. Clarifying these crimes and implementing appropriate penalties is intended to deter the criminal activity in Missouri and protect those critical financial services in our communities.
The Clydesdales are celebrating their 90th anniversary and they're getting ready for opening day. We typically say it takes us four hours to get the Clydesdales ready for an event. That's Lauren Lambeth with the Midwest Clydesdale team. There are also teams on the east and west coasts. It takes three semis to haul the horses, equipment, and trailer to an event. Typically, we do stay kind of with the same rotation of horses. We always travel with 10 and 8 pull our wagon. So even out on the road, they have two spares at all time. But really, only two Clydesdales are necessary to pull the wagon because they can pull twice their body weight, and they weigh on average 2,000 pounds. The KMOX Business Desk. Brisk business today at the opening of the new Deerberg store at the site of the old Crestwood Mall. Shoppers waited through the rain to check it out. Well, what do you think about this new, new prototype store? This is their next generation, they say. Well... Being almost out of this generation, uh, I, I say go for it. I hope you can navigate it. It's huge. And I hope it's a very successful store. And I'm glad to see Crestwood back open again because I miss the old Crestwood Plaza. CEO Greg Deerberg tells us the store is a larger design with more of a focus on fresh foods and prepared meals. The new Deerberg's got tax breaks to make it happen, and that was something John Bowman of the St. Louis County NAACP thinks is wrong. Everybody's putting a deaf ear to the fact of how much money these districts are losing, school districts, fire districts, police departments, how much they're losing with this giveaway. Bowen wants the Missouri legislature to reform the state's TIF laws so that a neighborhood has, has to be truly blighted to be declared blighted. As the news continues on KMOX, Missouri Governor Mike Parson talks politics and crime with the St. Louis Press Corps during a stopover in St. Louis County. The first question, state control of the St. Louis Police Department. If the Senate approves state control, will you veto it? No, we'll see what that looks like. I mean, we're still in the process of that. We'll see what that looks like. That's been a discussion. It's been around for a long time. We'll see what that comes out. If it comes out of the Senate and the House, we'll take a look at it. But as I've always said, I'm never going to say what I'm going to veto or pass anything. I'll see what it looks like on that. But it's on the table. What, what's, what's the legislature not working on that you want to put a fire on them to work on something that you're interested in? Well, there's several things in there that's pretty important to me. The I-70 corridor, that's something we're really important to me. I think, uh, But I think we'll get that all worked back out and get it back in the budget. You've got that. You've got the daycare. That's a pretty big issue for us, for the businesses across the state. So a lot of that things, we'll, we'll work with the Senate. We'll get it put back in. Uh, but a lot of those are just common grounds that we all want to be able to do. Uh, two big issues. Have you had any discussions with Mayor Jones about what a post-Kim Gardner prosecuting attorney's office or attorney's office? I, I have not, but I have talked to the mayor. I have talked to see what, what we would be in place if something should occur. I mean, I don't think it's going to catch any of us off guard. And again, I'll be working with St. Louis and, and the powers to be up here to see how we move forward if that day comes. You know, I think that's important, but we'll be prepared for that. But it's not something I'm going to do on my own without getting input from the city of St. Louis. Have you had discussions with Andrew Bailey about the process and how it's going? Well, I think other than what you see, I mean, we, we know that Andrew's uh, pretty efficient at what he does, and I think he's doing a pretty good job of presenting the case, uh, why things need to change up here. And uh, But as far as just details of it, no. But, but I know uh, they're going to be pretty aggressive with it. And I think for the most part, most of it's all public record. So it's a matter of just going in there and seeing what has been done, how does it compare with times before, with prosecutor report, and if, where are we? If you yeah. have to appoint a, a new circuit attorney, do you have any criteria, for instance, should it be a black Democrat to keep the peace or anything like that? You know, I, I'm going to do the same policy I've always done. I'm going to put the best candidate that I think will do the best job for the people of that area. And regardless what the gender is, what the color of the skin is, it will only make, I want the best qualified person in there. But again, they will have input into that also. You know, yeah. all right, thank you. Thank you.
All right, that's Missouri Governor Mike Parson talking with the uh, St. Louis Press Corps reporters today. Uh, it's what happens uh, sometimes after ribbon cuttings. We get a chance to ask uh, public officials about what you care about, about the decisions that are being made. And uh, speaking of the St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, she's making a rare public appearance tonight, holding a public forum on criminal justice. And joining us live is our reporter who's covering it, KMOX's Maria Kina. What do we expect, Maria? Good afternoon, Michael. I think what we're expecting is to hear from Kim Gardner herself about that some of the challenges that she's facing, also opportunities, and then they're going to switch over to a public forum, not necessarily where questions are going to be taken, but where community leaders are going to talk about some of the things that they're trying to do in order to curb violence in St. Louis and also working with the criminal justice system where they're not packing the jails, which is, of course, a big concern of the circuit attorney. So I think we're going to see kind of a mixed bag of things. I don't know if the press will be allowed to ask questions. I don't know if the public will. Uh, as you mentioned, this is a very rare appearance by the circuit attorney. In the past, she very infrequently holds a press conference. I can't remember. It's been at least three years since I covered one that she held. But now with all of this that's kind of hanging over her head, I think she wants to get out to the community and let them hear her voice. And that begins uh, less than an hour from now, just over a half an hour from now. It does. It's going to be at the Westside Missionary Baptist Church. That's at 4675 page. And again, this is open to the public, so certainly the public is welcome to come to this. All right. We'll be uh, listening to your coverage. Maria Kina, thank you so much. Thanks, Michael. Maria's going to be there for us, so listen to the uh, tops of the hour news tonight as we go through KMOX. Also, a check in with Total Information AM tomorrow morning for the complete wrap-up. Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Calhoun. Subscribe to the STL All Local on the Odyssey app. And Megan's got the latest for you in the morning.